there and welcome to Unleash Your Creative Magic. It's absolutely amazing to have you here. I'm your host Helen Pfeiffer, a published writer of 17 crime novels, both traditionally and indie published, and I'm here to talk to you about the magic of writing, unleashing your creativity and how to set yourself free from being stuck inside the writer's closet. I'd like to share my journey with you from that initial idea for a book to where I am now and all the very messy stuff in between the highs, the lows, and the fuck me, this is impossible moments. I hope that somewhere along the way, this podcast might be of some use to you. You might even find some inspiration lurking in here. So grab yourself a coffee and come and join me on the writer's couch as we dive right into living your best creative life. Welcome back. And how the heck are you all? What a week. Work was busy. The seagulls are agreeing. Writing's been manic and the copy edits are... Hmm. Let's talk about the editing process and what they are, apart from fucking undeniably hard work and frustrating. Honestly, I think copy edits are the work of the devil. Well, they have been for this book anyway. If you're ever at the copy editing stage, then you'll know how frustrating they can be. That said, your stories, no matter how wonderful they may be, will need to be edited several times. Maybe even more. And my poor copy editor's ears must burn with the amount of profanities I use whilst reading and working my way through them. I really need a swear jar on my desk. I'd be able to fly first class to New York the amount of swearing this process involves for me. I'll tell you about it from my perspective because it's easier when I know what I'm talking about from my own experiences. So after you've finished your amazing story, your piece of art that you've worked so hard on, You will need to have it edited because, no matter how good you are at writing, it still needs another pair of eyes on it to weed out all the plot holes, inconsistencies and general cock-ups you may have made. Take it from me, I make an awful lot of those. I get so excited when I'm writing and I type so fast to get each book done that sometimes I don't see the glaring errors of my ways. Unlike the other week, when I never noticed that Andy morphed into Martin halfway through one of my books... And the way I found out was by suffering the indignity of an embarrassing review before I even realised. I like to keep it real with you all. There's no glossing over the crappy parts. So the first edit, if you're working with an editor for a publisher, an agent or one you've decided to hire to help with your book if you're going to indie publish, sorry, I can't speak, are the structural edits, sometimes called the developmental or substantive edits. And they are the most time consuming of the whole process. This is where your editor looks at the big picture and looking at the story as a whole, they will ask themselves, does this story work as a book? Can we make it work as a book? Is it worth me spending the time and effort on it to make it into the best story it can be? Hopefully it will be. They will look closely at the plot and see if it makes sense. Does it flow? Is the story one your reader will enjoy and believe? Or is it so far off the scale that there's no point doing anything with it? Hopefully, your editor will come to the conclusion that your story is a work of art that will be absolutely amazing after the basic edits have been carried out. So the things they'll look at will be the point of view to see if it all makes sense. Is it confused or is there too much head hopping going on? Are there too many narrators telling your story? Or does it need more of them? And is the voice of your main narrator authentic? Who knew it was all so detailed? I didn't. 
your editor will also check the themes of the book are working well, or if they're not. And by the way, not all books have hidden themes, so don't worry about that part too much. What else will they check for? Let me see. Or your characters, they will want to make sure that they are believable and well-developed and that they fit the roles you have written for them, that they don't act out of character too much. For example, I had Morgan in the first book a bit like a fish out of water because she was literally thrown in over her head on her first day out on independent patrol. So she was a little bit unsure and hesitant in places. Now Morgan in book five is a much more developed, confident, self-assured detective even to the point where she has been bending the rules a little, which my copy editor picked up on immediately, but I think it fits the storyline. Now, structural edits will also look at the dialogue and make sure that it's moving the plot forward and that it's relevant. And your characters are not just chatting about the weather for the sake of it. If they're talking about an impending thunderstorm because it could interfere with a crime scene, then that's the kind of thing they'll be looking at. So after I've done my gruelling structural edits, which have in the past made me rewrite an entire book more times than I can count, and this happened with my first book, The Ghost House, that book was written so many times, I actually did lose count. If I'm lucky, I'll only have one round of these, and then it will be moving on to line edits. But I have on occasion sent the edits back, only for them to bounce back to me with, can you take another look at this please? So next come the line or stylistic edits which is where the editor makes sure that your sentences in your story are as effective as they can be. They work on the story line by line to tighten up the sentence structure and make sure that it's as sharp as it can be. They will often look at the choice of words, for example, the overuse of swear words, which may upset some readers, but sometimes in certain situations, an audio is never going to be as effective as an oh fuck. Your line editor will concentrate on the pacing and flow of the story. The line edits are concentrating on the style of the writing. And for me, I've just completed, or I hope I have until I wake up at 3am and remember a comment I didn't address. And this does happen occasionally. I've just completed my copy edits. So what are copy edits? These are the stage at which your piece of writing, the copy, is reviewed by an editor usually a totally different one to your editor who's done your structural edits, to improve its readability. Copy editors ensure that your writing style is consistent and that the text flows. They also point out grammatical errors and in my case that I haven't messed up characters' names. Essentially, a copy editor wants to make sure that your manuscript is in the best possible shape for publication. They define the use of your language and may point out that you've used the word fuck 48 times so far and do you think you could use a better word so you don't upset your readers? The copy edits focus on the mechanics of your story. For example, my copy editor has mentioned that there is a piece of evidence mentioned early on in the story that never got resolved or mentioned again. They also question a lot of the things you have written, which whilst it is definitely needed, it is undeniably frustrating. And they think, if they think I overuse the word fuck a lot in the story, it's nothing compared to reading through the notes on my copy edits. Gosh, I hear you saying, who knew all this work went into a book after you'd finished writing it? Well, I didn't, honestly. In the good old days of blissful ignorance, I was so thrilled I'd managed to write a story. I never imagined it would need even more work to make it into a good story. So edits can certainly be a bit of a challenge, but here's the payoff. There is a reason for all of the above processes. It's what takes your story from good 
to brilliant and one that your readers can immerse themselves in and not have to question why Morgan is suddenly angry at everyone. Because through the editing process, we know she had a very good reason to lose her temper like this and swear occasionally, although not 40-something times. Here's a good example. I have gorgeous readers who want nothing more than for Morgan and Ben to get it on. I want nothing more than for Morgan and Ben to get it on. But my editor has put a stop to this from day one. Why? Well, it creates a bit of tension between them and my readers will be wondering if they are ever going to get it on and she didn't want the story to go from a tense, thrilling murder investigation to a love story. And as frustrating as it is, I can see her point of view and I can't tell you the number of scenes I've had them snogging in that have been deleted, never to see the light of day ever again. And if you are one of my gorgeous readers listening in, don't fear, I have a plan. They are definitely going to get it together because I can't take it much more either. I want them to realise how much they love and need each other so it is going to happen very soon. And another thing, if your editor is suggesting something and you really don't agree with it, like you think it's going to ruin the story, you can argue the point with them. I've had a fair few discussions over the years where I've been asked to remove parts that I thought were brilliant and they didn't. And I have managed to keep them. Not very often granted, because I really trust my editor. And I know that if she tells me to delete something, then it's for the good of the story. And nine times out of ten, I do agree with her. But at the end of the day, this is your story and your characters. And if you think strongly that a part of it needs to stay, then let your editor know how you feel and have a chat about it. Right, well, that's a brief overview of the editing process from me this week. So what have I got on next week? I need to get at least 9,000 words written of my next book. So that's where you're going to find me. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, take care and get flipping writing. If you'd like to check out my credentials to see if I know what I'm talking about, then head over to my Amazon page. And if you'd like to join a community of like-minded creatives, then head over to the Unleash Your Creative Magic Facebook group. I'll paste the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I honestly can't wait to speak to you in the next episode, where I'll dive into the process of how I wrote my first book. Until next time, take care.